0: Dig it! Hello, hi, and welcome to episode 21 of the Macho Movie Manow Manow Podcast. Do-do-do-do-do. Manow Manow. <laughs> Do-do-do-do-do. Manow and, and so on and so forth. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Continuously for multiple verses. Too many verses, some might say. Not enough verses, I say. Okay, okay. Yes, <laughs> Hello, hello. That all au- that intro was really awkward. Yeah. But this is the po- but this is the macho moving man podcast. We do not edit that shit. We We do not
1: do anything but awkward.
0: <laughs> yes. Awkward, the lifeblood of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, so judging by that um delightful intro, uh unless you've been living under a rock for the last 50 or so years or just like don't pay attention to puppet shit. Uh, we're doing the Muppets. <laughs> Muppet. To puppet shit.
1: Uh, I'll never get tired of these ways of just saying the actual film.
0: Let's not make a puppet shit into another Borsk incident. Okay, we'll leave it out. Yes, we'll leave that out. Anyway, yeah, so we are doing The Muppets, specifically the 2011 Muppets movie, which is uh, this year turning 10 years old. Yeah. Because, yes, we're going to have to face the facts that movies that came out in 2011 are now 10 years old. Huh, adulthood, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's been 10 years since Bad Teacher.
1: (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Why did you have to pick Bad Teachers specifically?
0: <laughs> because no one else ever will. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> we buried that film for a reason. <laughs> that movie that we, I, we only ever went to see because they had that one bit in the trailer where Gibby from My Carly said the word shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the 2011 Muppet movie uh which was a rounding success uh after a fairly decent uh length of absence from the muppets being on uh, movie screens uh it was directed by James Bobbin who has since gone on to direct the sequel to this movie and the sequel to the live action alice in wonderland those are the two things off the top of my head that I know that he's done since um Times have been rough. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, well, clearly. Jesus. Times, times have been a little <laughs> bit
0: rough for this guy. Oh. I didn't even know there was a sequel to this film. Tachiba said so you didn't know there was a sequel to uh, Alice in Wonderland. Well, you've never heard of Muppets Most Wanted. No. It It's basically just like a modern rehash of uh, The Great Muppet Caper. It's kind of like, you know. The Great Muppet Caper is A New Hope and uh, Muppet's Most Wanted is uh, The Force Awakens. But this time it's like, it's got Ricky Gervais and the dad from Modern Family. They put Ricky Gervais in, in a Muppet film. T- the whole thing was kind of sold on like the back of three main celebrities in the movie. Uh, Ricky Gervais, Tina Fey and uh, Ty Burrell from uh, Modern Family. And there's no F-bombs in this film? There is no, there's no F-bombs, no. The whole film revolves around um, the Muppets going on a European tour and um, Kermit uh, being kidnapped and sort of uh, framed for a crime he didn't commit because it was committed by a criminal mastermind who looks exactly like Kermit the Frog, but he has a mole. (laughs) So they they, (laughs) they literally stick a uh, fake mole on Kermit the Frog. And uh, he gets thrown in a, a Russian gulag. Oh, oh lovely. Yeah. yeah, it's really... it. No, none of the Muppet movies sound normal on paper. But they just work.
1: They just work. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: also, the movie gets uh, bonus points because for about five minutes, it is set in Ireland. <laughs> they go to Dublin for five minutes, and yes, there was a leprechaun gag.
1: Of course, I mean... It's to be expected at this stage.
0: Yeah, but you know, it's like, it's 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 the least offensive leprechaun gag made about Ireland that I can recall. I mean, there's been
1: more offensive. Look, is it EastEnders or Carnation Street?
0: Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I Maybe it was, I think it might have been EastEnders where they come to Ireland and it's like, it's nothing but sheep. It's... <laughs> It's so, well it was it's a lot worse than that, I think. There was so many sheep, I imagine they just said, Fuck it, we'll film this in Wales. No one will tell the <laughs> no one will know the difference. Good God. Oh. But yeah, so this was uh, directed by James Bobbin and has a pretty decent cast. Yeah. It has Jason Siegel at the height would this be like twenty eleven? Where would How I Met Your Mother be in terms of uh Oh seasons? How I Met Your Mother was
1: Earlier, I I do believe so. But it
0: would have been airing around this point in time. Yeah. I like get it, it. It'd still be on TV. The, he'd have already done "Forgetting Sarah Marshall" and then, he'd have he'd have done "How I Met Your Mother." So like, this was peak Jason Siegel. I I'm pre- I'm
1: pretty sure it's two thousand eight. Let me I'm I'm gonna search this up because I actually do not know. First. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: oh my god. 2005? Okay, I was off. <laughs> oh, so this would have been towards the later end of How I Met Your Mother. Fame. Yeah. It ended in 2014, so yeah. it's
1: got about three more seasons out
0: of it. Absolutely. Uh, he plays uh, Gary, uh, Amy Adams, uh, this generation's perennial Oscar bridesmaid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, plays uh, Gary's girlfriend, Mary. Uh, would have this been before Disenchanted or after Oh, this would have been after, well, d- definitely but before Disenchanted, because Disenchanted has not uh, finished filming yet. That's the second one? Yes, you you, you bought, bought the sequel. Enchanted was 2007. Oh, is it just called Enchanted? Oh, never the mind. The first one was called Enchanted, this is called Disenchanted. <laughs> Sorry for any of you just screaming at me right now, because all my facts are wrong. <laughs> you know there was at least one massive Disney nerd that watches this. Yes,
1: Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Stop getting Disney wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, but that that was before this. In, in yes,
0: yes. Uh, actually, we were going through the cast. We uh, we kind of just glossed over the plot. We uh, we accidentally went into the plot of like the sequel, yeah. rather than this. Basically, this whole film revolves around two brothers. One is played by Jason Segel, who is a, a man, chi- <laughs> uh, kind of a man child, and yeah. his brother is a Muppet. A literal muppet, not not a like someone from Dublin's like
1: a bleeding muppet, like
0: absolute <laughs> gobshites. Jake, you're from Dublin. Why are you putting an accent on? Because like I'm, my voice, I don't have like the stereotypical Dublin accent to pull off like someone who would use the term muppet to call someone a dope. I'm pretty sure you could just
1: you know like up the 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 North Dublin and you'd be fine. You don't have to deepen
0: your voice. <laughs> Ah, well, it's, it's like, it's Dublin, like, you gotta, you gotta deepen your voice, or you gotta nasal the fuck out of it, like. I mean,
1: you try, you try. I always try. (laughs) But yes, Walter, his brother, is a Muppet.
0: Uh, who doesn't know he's a Muppet, despite the fact that he is felt. I think, I feel like it's a, it's, it's some sort
1: of analogy. I don't know. Yeah, like,
0: like, (laughs) like that, like like imagine being in the delivery room when that when that happened yeah like <clears throat> imagine being imagine being the father It's just like well you, first did you all... did you have an affair with a felt puppet <laughs>
1: first of all this is a, this is a a universe where puppets are a normal thing
0: that yeah go walking and talking yes around. when traveling by map is a uh, yeah is, is something that's possible shout out to indiana jones yeah but um yeah so obviously they grow up together in a small town called small town yeah where the uh,
1: population is 100
0: yes until they leave when then it goes to 97 yeah. uh but yeah, so they uh they live in a small town and they're really close as brothers. They have a really charming brotherly relationship. Uh, But, you know, Walter always feels different. You know, like there's a montage at the start where it's like they do the thing, they're always measuring the, the height and like Jason Segel's character constantly is growing and growing and like Walter's just at the same height. Yeah, because you know he's a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know but uh, they then go into uh, but he's but Walter loves the muppets yeah yeah and they go to they they eventually when they're older they go on a trip to LA with uh, him his brother and his brother's girlfriend Mary uh, where they discover a plot by a rich oil baron who's recently bought the old abandoned muppet studios to tear it down and uh drill for oil in central Los Angeles <laughs> Right in the middle, you know? Right in the... Smack bang. (laughs) Because, you know, that's how fucking city planning works. Let's tear down this... Let's tear down, like, what is LA? Like, it it has to be in, like, the top 20 biggest cities of all time. Or in the world, sorry, I mean.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah. Also, I don't know if you have this down on your notes or anything, but I just need you to imagine this. Tex Richmond, the 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 rich man mm-hmm. who was <laughs> hunting I for I think oil. I
0: know what this is, and do not say we will get into that later. I swear to God. But can you imagine? Oh <laughs> my God! I my life would have been complete, uh, if if what you're talking about, which I know of, happened. Yeah. We're okay. really fucking teasing the fans right now.
1: They probably know too like if they if they're proper fans they probably know but
0: if you're a proper fan. if you're a
1: proper muppet you fucking know
0: <laughs> if you if you're a proper muppets fan you will have like scrolled through every IMDB
1: <laughs> listen i, I there, there's a, there's enough of those you know youtube videos mm. about it uh, <laughs> what do you think but about yeah, do so <laughs> they
0: have to get it they have so they have to go and convince Kerma to get the old muppet gang back together after many decades apart only for the Muppets to discover that uh the world has forgotten about them. They are no longer cool by twenty eleven standards. But it was two thousand eleven, so cool by two thousand eleven standards were out of date by the time twenty twelve <laughs> happened. Yeah. But um yeah, uh but they but they eventually get the chance to do one more show to save their studio and their name because uh the rich oil barons also after that for uh, evil reasons. Yeah, that's never really explained, is it? I think it's just like, he's evil. <laughs> Dick Dastardly. Oh, wrong you. Is that... Dick Dastardly has the same tune, but it's like, it's something like... I, I'm i
1: not familiar, I'm sorry. D-
0: Dean is looking at me right now like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> it sounded like you were... <laughs> You have ne you have never seen someone t- make, have a stroke if you think ni ni na a spasm probably, but a, not a stroke. Um But yeah, so le- like I said, uh Jason Siegel, Amy Adams, they play the main couple who are ha- who have this uh uh secondary storyline of having relationship issues because they've been together for ten years and he has yet to put a ring on it, even though he likes it.
1: Well, he still lives with his
0: brother in his yeah. house so like I mean he's moving fairly slow here. <laughs> he is moving extremely slow. He is a, he is a metaphor for every commitment phobe. <laughs> uh Chris Cooper plays a uh, Tex Richmond. You know Chris Cooper from he was the dickhead army colonel in American Beauty. Uh oh, he yes, yeah. played he played Norman Osborn in the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Very forgettable he's, character in that. Yeah, he's in it, He isn't in it much. It's very much. Oh, he's in it so they can just immediately make Harry. Yeah. And be like, oh, genetic disease. Yeah. But um. Exposition. He's 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 been in a he's been in a lot of things. He had I'm pretty sure he's won an Oscar. I thought he's been nominated. I can't tell off the top of my head, but like
1: he's he's like he's a very familiar face. Yeah,
0: he's a he's a character actor. You wouldn't have him as like the lead of your movie, but you know he'd be a really solid guest for any cast. Yeah, a uh, very sinister
1: villain. Type. Yeah,
0: um, Steve Whitmire, what did the voice of Kermit? Uh, this he Steve Whitmire, famously was the guy who took over Kermit after Jim Henson died. Okay, so he took over the role in nineteen ninety until two thousand sixteen when Disney sacked him.
1: So you know the, like Jim Henson is credited in this. So is that from like did they use the original TV show then when like they're watching it at the start?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think Henson might even have like a cameo as like a voice in it. Okay, because <clears throat> like use, when I was looking
1: up, this was like the first film that Jim Henson was. His voice was used since
0: the Muppets Take Manhattan. Yeah, which was the last film, the Muppet film before he passed away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely would have done that for like you know the old nostalgia pop for like the hardcore Muppet fans. Yeah, that's but, a nice yeah. touch. But yeah, Steve Whitmire, again he, he like he he was Kermit the Frog for. Twenty six years. So he's pretty good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Until like I said, Disney gave him the old heave ho for uh, God knows what reason. Speaking of
1: Disney, the amount of shameless promotions in this is absolutely amazing.
0: Oh this is this is so this is really fucking weird. We do this episode on the same day as like legitimate Muppet related controversy breaks. what
1: happened?
0: I'll we'll get into it when we get into it. Okay, okay. Uh, Eric <laughs> Jacobson voiced uh both miss piggy and Fozzie bear you can really tell in the film <laughs> yeah um yeah i'm just i know like if you were to do like credit the muppet voice actors you'd have so many credits for them because yeah there's so there's a few who just voice a shit ton it's kind of like the simpsons but yeah. you got to put down the ones who like you know have probably have the most lines have the most to do yeah in um, order of appearance yeah. kind of and also it's like, the main Muppets, because, you know, yeah. it's like, who's, you know, like, I know there would be people showing up for Rolf, <laughs> but not, not a ton. Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: Like, you got you got your main cast of, like, with every film that you have
0: yeah. to kind of get in yeah. there. Uh, Dave Goals plays Gonzo, d- did the voice for Gonzo. Okay. Uh, Peter Lintz did the voice for Walter new because Walter's a new character so you'd get obviously you'd get a yeah. new voice actor in. Hobo Joe was a a, a side a minor character in the end of the film who just turns up for the final show and is just the first audience member there and uh, he's played by Zach Galifianakis uh, and I can't think yeah. of a more suitable role for Zach Galifianakis than a hobo.
1: see at first I didn't realize it was him because he kind of looked like okay this is going to sound really horrible but he kind of looked fairly slim in it and I was like is
0: that actually Zach Galifianakis? <laughs> He's in a skinny suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, and Jack Black as himself. Yeah. Yeah. Great choice. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's get get into some pre- uh, pe- ah, pre-production uh, facts. This was the first theatrically released Muppet film since 1999's Muppets from Space. Mainly because Muppets from Space bombed really hard at the box office. So like, it was
1: like I suppose it was going off a theme that Muppets were dying, to be fair.
0: Yeah, but again it it's all it it's one of like the worst sort of received Muppet yeah. films because it's the only Muppet film where I'm pretty sure they don't sing. Oh wow. They there's no singing it they they took that Tarzan approach that Disney did where it's like we're not gonna have the characters sing. We're gonna we're just, get Phil Collins. Yeah, <laughs> Phil Collins rather than people singing. This is you know it's like, let's do like a Muppet movie about aliens, but like let's not do any songs. Even though like the gold you could get from Muppets yeah. singing about being aliens or Gonzo, you know
1: that they really missed out there. Like
0: yeah, and then after, and and it and it flopped because you know you know, the Muppet movies were never huge financial hits. They were modest hits and, you know, they had a fan base and they could sell a lot of merchandise. So you'd continuously do them, you know, and this was even a move away because after uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, they did Muppet Treasure Island, but then they kind of realised, oh, maybe, maybe just like copying old literature adaptations into Muppet World... Isn't financially viable. Even though I would still fucking love if they brought that back. Like they've like Disney have owned the Muppets for over ten almost ten years, I think. Well jeez actually maybe even maybe longer even. But we've never had a Muppet Star Wars. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> give me mu- give me a version of a New Hope. That's just done with the Muppets. I mean, if we can, if we can get Family Guy, Star Wars, we can get Muppet Star Wars. Phineas and Ferb did it. Oh wow! I didn't even realize. You've never seen the Phineas and Ferb Star Wars special. No. It's amazing. I, I'm missing out here. It's I'm... phenomenal. Wait, is Phineas oh. and Ferb on Disney Plus. Phineas and Ferb, yes, it is on Disney Plus. I gotta go watch it. You, you definitely <laughs> need to go watch it. It's, it 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 might be the one. It might it's up there like the best. Disney uh Star Wars things Disney's ever done so far wow yeah but um oh god I mean although that is a soft spot for me just because you know you know they managed to Star Wars Star Wars eyes the uh Doofish Much Evil Incorporated uh jingle which is just like a plus mate <laughs> a fucking plus it's just halfway through and it's just like fully operational Death Star <laughs> um, that's amazing yeah so obviously once they realized okay people aren't going to the cinema to see the muppets why don't we put them on tv so that's when you had kind of air generation's first kind of introduction to the muppets which would have been the stuff they were kind of doing on and off with disney channel Mm -hmm. they'd occasionally pop up on disney channel and they did the muppets wizard of oz a tv movie adaptation of uh the Wizard of Oz, with um a, a a black female lead. That was the first time I ever saw the Muppets. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, which I know it's slightly weird, but you know everyone's first time is different. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that that came out wrong. Yeah, Muppet Wizard of Oz, which again was not extremely well-received, but that, again again, even looking back, I don't even think that's a great movie, but I'm still slightly fond of it. The Wizard of Oz or Muppets Wizard of Oz? Uh, Muppet Wizard
1: of Oz. Uh, I was like,
0: okay, which one there now? <laughs> oh, I'm nostalgic for that movie that came out in, ni- in 1939. <laughs>
1: Liar, it's a great film.
0: <laughs> Nostalgic, maybe because they watched it as a kid. But it was just like, oh, I remember when that movie came out. You're in telling the late me you never 30s. shit your pants at Return to Oz? Oh no, that's a different story. No one, no one is wa- No one was watching, you know, with uh, re- you know, Wizard of Oz b- before. Um, uh, no. Yeah, but that's different. Okay, I'm just talking Wizard of Oz, not Return to Oz. Okay, like. so
1: you're saying it was
0: never on TV as a child for you? No. What? I, did, I, only, I, I didn't discover it until I was older. Oh my god. Yeah, like I said, everyone's, uh, you know, people's childhood are different. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, it was announced in 2008 that they were uh, looking to bring the Muppets back to the big screen. Um. Uh, Jason Siegel, along with a uh, writer, director, and his, uh, his mate Nicholas Stoller, who was a writer, director, and producer. Uh, they pitched the concept of an old school Muppet film, the kind of which they hadn't done since Muppets take Manhattan, which was take an original story, put the Muppets in it, have songs, take those three elements together, and just make a movie where it's not yeah. they're not copying like a famous liter- lit- literal li- a famous book. <laughs> Or a movie. Uh, uh, or, and they're not completely ditching the songs. Yeah. Which is part of the reason why people love the Muppets and shit.
1: And it worked. Like.
0: And and it worked, yeah. Maybe some people thought it was a little risky, but, you know. I it, think it
1: helps, though, that the people who are involved with this are very heavily involved with musicals.
0: Yeah. But it was also just a case of the last time they had done, you know, the proper old school Muppet movie that you'd have gotten with the Muppet movie. The Great Muppet caper and Muppets take Manhattan was Muppets take Manhattan did not do well financially that's why Muppets take Manhattan came out i think in like nineteen eighty four and then yeah. the next one was until nineteen ninety two yeah there's there's a few gaps <laughs> yeah there is there's some big gaps but um yeah uh so they were able to get it pitched uh uh Bobbit came on in two thousand in early two thousand and nine Uh, And then, obviously, the main casting announcement started popping up in about October of 2009, as they prepared for a shoot in, I would say, early... Yeah, the shooting would... I will get into the shooting later on. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, you know how sleep-deprived I am. I'm doing my best here. You're
1: doing great
0: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Don't mammy me. Of course. Why not? Uh... The original title of this movie was The Greatest Muppet Movie of All Time. Oh. <laughs> I and, mean, I, I,
1: I'm glad it wasn't called that, but, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that, would have been, that would have been a loss.
1: Yeah.
0: Imagine trying to fit that on the poster. <laughs> or on the ticket.
1: Oh, God, no. Um, the little ice cinema ticket stub, you know.
0: <laughs> it would just be text. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, um... Uh, and it would have included cameos from... Okay, Some one or two of these made it into the final movie. Most of them didn't. Cameos for what was originally meant to be the greatest Muppet movie of all time included. Then Batman, Christian Bale.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, Hollywood star George Clooney. 90s action hero Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I, why? <laughs> Prin- Princess Bride star Anne Hathaway. Oh yes. no! Princess Diaries. Jesus. Oh prince. my God. <laughs> They're gonna be screaming at you now. Yes, I do. I I take a full full apology. I accept being cancelled for getting <laughs> Princess Bride and Princess Diaries mixed up.
1: <laughs> you killed my childhood. Prepare um, to die.
0: <laughs> the funniest man who ever lived, Mel Brooks. Uh, Emily Blunt, who did manage to cameo in the final film,
1: yeah, great cameo as well.
0: Uh, Matt Damon. <laughs>
1: Matt Damon. Jake, <laughs> <laughs> stop <it. laughs> Just... How'd you like them apples? Oh, oh God. do uh, remind me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so far, these cameos, I can see happening. Uh,
0: Evan Almighty star, Steve Carell. Yeah, that's that's not out of place at all. Yeah. I feel like... It, I feel like it's weird that he hasn't been in a Muppet movie. Yeah. I feel like if they had done one since twenty fourteen, which they haven't, he would end up in one. Yeah. But um yeah, another title considered was uh the cheapest Muppet movie ever made based on a script from nineteen eighty five. Oh god. <laughs> uh the script was actually fine tuned by Pixar's creative hand heads. So, like, they'd have taken the script to Pixar. They'd have done a workshop there with a few of the writers from the oh, movie God. with a few of Pixar's creative heads, which is really weird seeing, like, Pixar involved in, like, the creative process for a live-action movie. Yeah. I, it's, it doesn't sit right with me. Just to no. be honest. <laughs> Although I would love to see, like... Pixar do something with the Muppets.
1: Oh yeah, like they would have done a great job. Yeah. But like I'm just like Pixar is like animation
0: central um, <laughs> Yes. There was meant there was meant to be an Elmo appearance but that was nixed by Disney and a team of lawyers. Yeah. Uh it was Christoph Beck's first time composing for Disney. He would later go on to do a number of their animated films. I think Frozen even. Really? I think so. He might have uh, we will look it up now. Because, uh... Fuck it. <laughs> We're going off the rails. <laughs> he was the composer for Frozen. He's been the composer for Frozen and Ant-Man. Oh,
1: damn. Yes. Is that Infinity War too?
0: Um... I'll just do the ones he's composed. Uh, he's... Oh, he composed Free Guy. And... <laughs> and WandaVision and Frozen Two. ant Man the Wasp. Uh he's he's done a bunch of things, but this was his first time uh working with Disney. Okay. So this was the debut for one of their more current sort of in house top guys in terms of composing.
1: Okay.
0: Yes. Uh ugh. It's it's about time we d- we we drop this fucking thing that we f- we were teasing earlier about Tex Richmond. Hey. Tex Richmond was originally written for the late Grace Alan Rickman. Oh my god! So I I, I, the, I, I'm, I you should know you should all know by now. I believe in uh parallel the parallel universe theory or infinite realities. There's a reality out there where um, Tex Richmond was done. By Alan Rickman, and that includes the hip hop song that he has about halfway through the movie.
1: Alan Rickman rapping away to.
0: about how rich he is. Yeah. That's the stuff dreams are made of. Life is cruel that we never (laughs) got that. Like, Chris Cooper's great in this movie, but just the fact that we never got Alan Rickman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Alan Rickman should have been in every movie. I'd I'd love to see that just people try
1: to cast films like just uh, uh, get Alan Rickman.
0: <laughs> Alan Rickman takes over the role of Ripley for Aliens. <laughs> get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so it just did uh, the calmest voice ever, like it. <laughs> uh and uh like I said, there's been some uh, Muppet related controversy in the last couple of days. Yes, do tell. Um and it kind of stems from this movie. This was the first Muppet film ever to not feature Frank Oz, who Is... had been the voice of Miss Piggy since pretty much day one. Like he, him, and Henson had been like partners and colleagues and work buddies and had, you know, you know, so keep like Frank Oz was one of the main creative forces. Uh, involved with the Muppets that, uh, uh, other than Jim Henson, like, he would have been maybe the second biggest uh, creative influence on them. He directed a good few of the movies. Jesus like, he directed Muppets, in, Muppets Take Manhattan.
1: Wasn't it because of the
0: script You didn't... Yes, he had been at one point considered to direct the film, but he disliked the script, which is kind of odd because this feels very respectful to the Muppets and kind of what Henson wanted, but... Yeah. Henson always kind of said, him and Frank Oz, they were friends and, you know, they respected each other. They didn't always get along and they mm-hmm. were very different people. So, you kind of get the sense, I don't know, maybe Frank Oz. Um, Would have you had known, a different approach. Maybe had a different approach, but I don't think that kind of, like, makes this film wrong in any way. Yeah, no. Like,
1: it's a very enjoyable film.
0: Yeah. Because even then, I feel like, you know, if if Henson had wrote a script like this then like Frank Owls probably would have like had some problem with this. yeah but um yeah so he disliked the script and Frank Oz has not done anything Muppets related since oh wow and he recently came out and said I'd love to do some more Muppet stuff but um it's a case that Disney wouldn't Disney just won't let me so it's very much you know like fuck you Disney <laughs> so wait do you think that's true that they that they've kind of Blackballed him from like yeah. a series that he's been involved with for fifty years. That sounds like a di something Disney would do. Do you, well, like what would it have just stemmed from this film then, or maybe because I'm like I don't know what other reason they'd have for um, being a dick to Frank Oz because he came back to do the voice of Yoda in like the sequel trilogy. So like, they 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 still use him. For other things. Huh. just You used the right word there.
1: They use him. <laughs> yes, they
0: use. <laughs> they use and abuse and discard him like trash. Um, oh, good old corporation. Oh, yes. No, nothing beats some good old corporate bullshit, folks. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's Disney. Nice. Nice he
1: to show
0: you. Yes. Principal photography began in late 2010... Round kind of October, mm. Uh and he used various locations across Los Angeles, including Hollywood Boulevard, where they shot the um final musical number. Yeah. Uh the El Capitan Theater, Greystone's Mansion in Beverly Hills, which doubled as a Kermit's Gaff.
1: The, actually, the the theater that isn't didn't they put a uh, them on the Hollywood uh they give they gave them a star on the Walk of Fame after this
0: film, like Ooh, they gave the Muppets the Mupp- Oh yes, the Muppets did, yeah. The yeah. Mu- the Muppets got a uh, Star on the Hall of Fame before I'm pretty sure like I can't remember who it was, but there's always that one thing where was like every now and again they'll announce who's getting a new <laughs> star and it's like he hasn't had it yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But um Yeah, they also used uh Warner Brothers loss. In Bel Air, the Henson Studios backlot, which you know yeah. makes a lot of sense, and they even shot on Universal Studios famous soundstage twenty eight, which had been used for shooting films as far back as nineteen twenty five's Phantom of the Opera. Jesus. That's where they fill it doubled as sort of the interiors of the theater, for kind of like you know the final sort of big speech and whatnot. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I just find that kind of awesome. I was just like, holy shit, they're still using sound stages from the mid nineteen twenties. It it's it's like it, it's really interesting that like they can stand the test of time like that, you know. Absolutely, I mean, obviously they've probably done it up at some point in the, yeah, the eighty five years. The like to
1: to think though that it's still kind of like the, the the history there, is still yeah. there, you
0: know. Uh, photography finished up in. Uh, February of uh, 2011 giving them exactly 9 months to uh, edit the whole thing together for a November release of uh, in November 2011 fun fact uh, when they finished filming Jason Segel was allowed to keep the muppet yeah. version of himself yeah, I, I found that amazing. Like Jason Siegel seems like the type of guy who would have that on like like his on like, the shelf in his uh, front room, just <laughs> over the fireplace, as a Muppet version of himself. Yeah, it, my, oh, I had a terrible thought after it. I don't know why I found it so funny as well, but
1: I was like, did the puppet Walter then get to keep Jim Parsons?
0: <laughs> and I don't know why that was the first thing that came through my head. No, we didn't, because we still got another... Five, ten fucking seasons of Big Bang <laughs> Theory after that. Maybe they should have locked them up. Yeah. Um, you keep that man. Uh, uh, this was the. It had songs provided for by Flight of the Concords writer Brett McKenzie, mm-hmm. who had a who had a small cameo in Lord of the Rings.
1: Who? When? Where?
0: Why? why? I don't know. was would have been like one of those really small roles where it was just like he's like an elven sort of like, yeah. an elven helper little bitch thing, bitch guy. <laughs> little bitch boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little elven bitch boy. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, um, Yeah, and um, this was the first Muppet movie to ever garner a PG rating. Yes, yeah. That is, that is... In that is wow. What do you think did it? <laughs> oh, that the 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 talk of bowling balls. Yeah, the no the the Nirvana stuff. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, we'll open with the step by step. Um, it opens with an opening montage of Walter and Gary's happy but kind of also sad childhood. Gary's yeah. was happy. Walters was. It's kind of heartwarming because it's like, you know, the town's being nice to the little Muppet boy. Yeah. Until they kind of grow up and they start to not be as nice to him. Yeah. Like, there's a real underlying t- tone of, like, he's... I, like, they've,
1: they've been happy most of their childhood, but he just doesn't, like, feel where, like he would belong. Yeah,
0: you know? I mean, there's always... They do make <laughs> it quick where it was like, a stork brought them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, he, uh, yeah. <laughs> we cut to adult Gary and Walter as they prepare for their trip to LA uh, you know they're, they're very happy or it's just like you know I heard the Muppets haven't worked together in decades like that's one of those internet rumors like yeah. there's a country in, called Turkey <laughs> yes <laughs> so there's a there's a lovely little bird to Turkey for some reason <laughs> uh, nowhere, yeah. and then they uh, obviously I think this is my favorite uh, musical number in the whole film uh, life's a happy song, yeah. Because it's very much, you know, they 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 stretch out so much of the joke of they will try and make a rhyme about everything, yeah. You know, whereas just like life's a piece of cake with you know someone to, you know, hold and someone to bake, <laughs> life's a fillet of fish. Sure it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the cracking point. Uh. Life's a fillet of fish. When the when does you and when does your, bitch. That's why he got PG right? <laughs> the, the, the alternative cut. <laughs> the, uh, al- yes, the alternative cut where, like, Animal smashes the drum kit and does his absolute fucking torrent of swear words.
1: <laughs> he decides just singing Kick-A-Boo from D.
0: I, I feel like there should, if there was ever, like, a rated R movie about the Muppets and, like... Animals drumming, like, he would absolutely, you know, he would struggle to not drop a slur or two. <laughs> he turns into Dave Grohl. Out of nowhere. <laughs> Dave Grohl. Oh, oh, God. Um. There's enough puns in this joke, please. Uh, so, obviously, we get through the song, and then we meet Gary's long-term girlfriend, Mary, who is a school teacher who also somehow knows how to fix a car. Yeah. And well... And is, like, doing mechanics for children who are, like, upset because uh spring break is happening and you're very much like this movie is like absolutely what it needs to be yeah fun stupid does not take itself seriously (laughs) no no but um yeah and we see that uh while she's happy to go to la with uh gary and walter she's worried that you know she doesn't get to spend enough time with gary himself and he's uh he's been very slow with um getting his shit together. Yeah. Uh, I mean upon arriving in LA, uh, they find the Muppet Studios abandoned. We get a nice little cameo from Academy Award winner Alan Arkin as uh the tour guide mm. who uh tells the ch- the old Asian couple like, Yeah this is Universal Studios
1: <laughs> There, to be fair there's actually some like very funny quips of this. There it really is, yeah. A lot um, come from Kermit which is absolutely <laughs>
0: Well, gosh. That that was more like Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll 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 save that for the a Goofy movie review someday. The, the, the a Goofy movie episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <my God.
1: laughs> <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ!
1: oh you love to see it, don't you? Oh
0: we have fun here kids we We do we do you know how how to break dean just do a goofy voice literally uh uh walter walter like snake snakes into uh kermit's office yeah it's it's the smoothest little
1: you know i'm just gonna take a ride walter is essentially
0: (laughs) what would happen if like you know Eminem from the Stan video was, like, really cute about it. Jesus Christ.
1: What kind of fucking...
0: Oh, my God. Where where did that even come from? I don't know. I mean, it's brilliant, but mother of God. (laughs) Uh, He discovers Tex Richmond is uh, signing a deal to buy the studio and destroy it as was to drill it for oil. Again, despite the fact that this is right in the center of L.A., yeah, you get you get the intro of what I like to call the Raj and Podge of the the film. Oh, St- statler and Waldorf. Yeah. Absolute institutions of uh, a <laughs> bit of like oh uh, um, saltiness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I th- yeah they definitely inspired Podge and Raj. Yeah. Uh, for my fans across, for our fans across the globe who don't know who uh Podge and Roger are, they're like if Statler and Waldorf, are also those creepy uncles who you from your family who don't get invited to the barbecue. <laughs> they're, they're
1: they're they're the fucking uh, uh, uh Irish uncle Joey Tribbiani be in puppet form. <laughs>
0: They are they are the puppet versions of again the uncles who you uh, don't want having too many drinks at the weddings because they will start trying to touch the bridesmaids where they shouldn't. Oh Lord! They'll start. Oh, wow. They'll start trying it on with the bridesmaids at the wedding. This was childhood TV, kids. <laughs> ah no, it wasn't. You Pot- never watched that as a child. <laughs> Pardon, Roger on a fucking half ten at night. That's not child. That's not childhood television. That's us that's us not being you know good boys and girls and going to bed in time that's us <laughs> that's us sneaking up in the night to watch it when we know we shouldn't the, my, my, okay I mean, maybe the, my family was just i mean a that bit is hard. i mean that is childhood but it's not like that's a different kind of childhood that's childhood trying to be your adulthood <laughs> it
1: was just turned on for mm. me when i was young uh, I don't know. Anyways, the past
0: Roger Plodge. Roger and, yeah. <laughs> <Raj> and <Plage. laughs> uh, I I said Podge God. <laughs> uh, uh, and obviously Walter Handles takes this news in the most understandable of ways. He just screams for uh, hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and he explains the situation to uh Gary and Mary, and they go to find Kermit. So they're just kind of driving past everyone like a load of big mansions, and just like we'll never find him. What about that one? The one with Kermit and Piggy on the gates. Uh, And we get the shot that was in every fucking trailer for this movie that came out. Where I was like, maybe, I think that's an electric fence. Oh, no, it's not. They throw Walter on it and he gets electrocuted. (laughs) So it's an electric fence. Yeah. Uh, We forgot to mention the amount of
1: fourth wall breaks in this film.
0: Oh, yeah. No, like, at one point, Fozzie literally was like, Nice explosion! I didn't know we had that in the budget. Yeah. Do I can I do a can I do a fuzzy bear voice? Uh, sure, Jay. Sure. Walker, Walker. <laughs> no comment. No comment. Um. Um uh, So yeah, so they uh get they get um a dazed and confused Walter up off the ground because you know electrocution doesn't kill puppets. Only people.
1: I don't know why I thought. All right, all right, all right. How you say days of
0: Um, uh, uh I, but, um, then uh, Kermit just appears on screen as a uh, a flashing bright light and an angelic choir sing, and then it's revealed that there's a bus, there's a choir bus driving past, and they're <laughs> all practicing on the bus. Oh, like, ah,
1: ah. like to be honest. It, uh, I I find I all this that. stuff very clever. Like it's I um, really love those. It reminds me a lot of like airplane
0: and stuff like that. Absolutely. You know? Like not th- like those jokes the kids will get because it's it's dumb, but like parents will get it because it's like it's clever dumb. Yeah. <sighs> so uh <laughs> But yeah, um they managed to uh talk Kermit into doing it uh, after he has his own song where you know it's just like the, the sad song, where yeah. it's just like, everyone's moved on, I'm all alone. We're not going to talk about how exactly the gang broke up, because we don't want to make any of these characters seem like dickheads. Kermit is the Frodo Baggins of this film. He really is. Then who would be the Samwise? Walter. Walter, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuzzy, I mean, he could be... The... Like, Fuzzy is always cheery, you know? Yeah. Would that make him uh, Gonzo the Aragorn? Aragon a fucking bowling ball just going <laughs> <gasps> oh my god oh wait fuck then um. No, now would be Gandalf oh, Jesus Christ <laughs> just imagine that I would put an animal as a Gandalf <laughs> oh no Marin and Pippin would be Beaker Beaker and Bunsen
1: <laughs> oh no. oh Okay, we need to get back on
0: track. Yeah, sure. no, no, but um uh who knows? Maybe we'll have more Lord of the Rings uh, conversations uh, another time. Foreshadowing. <laughs> you can't you... see it, I'm battering the fucking nose off myself, tapping it. It looks like he's taking a taking a line of coke. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, that's after the show.
1: <laughs> that's so you can
0: stay awake for work. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I apologize, folks. I did not do drugs just there. I saw him do it. He, hundred percent did. <laughs> I, I fucking sniffed air like there
1: was no surface. Well, it's air now, Jake, but there was a bit of something there. <laughs> I would have the
0: world's greatest nostril blowing, uh, sucking power. If I was to, if I was able to, like, get to here, and if the line was on the paper here, there's no physical. Jake, way. I've seen the size of that nose. It's like a fucking vacuum. My Jewish nose. It's,
1: uh, <laughs> I didn't say the stereotype. You did, okay.
0: <laughs> I'm. I only say the stereotype because people have said it to me before. Are you Jewish? He, why do you think I'm Jewish? <laughs> the nose. And the fact that i um, you, you, you like your money. <laughs> I'm fucking broke half the time. Oh, you, you've literally. You have not. You've known me for three years. When have I ever had fucking money? I mean you 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 know you, you know how to budget let's say <laughs> that's not me being stingy that's me trying to live
1: All right all right okay okay yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so um yeah but obviously we have the sad song but eventually Walter talks him into it because Walter is the greatest fucking hype man in this movie <laughs> Uh I love Walter's reaction to yeah. seeing Kermit though it's the he he just faints Honestly
1: it's the, I, <laughs> it's amazing <laughs>
0: Uh they recruit various other members, including Fozzie, who's in Reno, being mistreated by the Muppets. <laughs> uh, Fo- Fozzie yelled my spirit animal, very obviously. Waka waka. <laughs> uh, Gonzo, who has a successful toilet business, which, uh, goes out, go, which goes up in smoke when the whole factory explodes. Yeah. Which is a very impressive explosion. They, weren't sure, they didn't know they had that in the budget walk go walk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um And Animal is in rehab for his drumming addiction, where we see Jack Black. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's Jack Black in rehab for? <laughs>
0: you don't want to know. He he was having... He was eating too many Nacho Libras. Oh. oh,
1: oh Jake, why? Diddle- <sighs> but he's supposed to be his, like, um... What do you call it? His... I wouldn't call it counsellor but
0: um a buddy system. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> no drumming! <laughs> mm.
0: Um and then with a the montage we see them pick up the rest of the gang like Buncer and Beek Bun Bunsen and Beaker, Rolf, um the big sash watch guy, Sam the Eagle Uh but uh they're only missing one now, which uh, is a source. Which is a sore spot for Kerber... Uh, because it's very much uh, openly admitted to him and Miss Piggy's relationship did not work out. Sad face. I mean, it never. It technically never fucking works out. <laughs> that that's part of the charm. The first abusive relationship. <laughs> yes, my everyone's first slightly toxic relationship. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, so they visit Paris via but and they travel via car in one of the best jokes in the movie, because they they travel by map, so like the car so it just cuts to like a shot of a map and they're traveling along the line, like in the old indiana jones yeah. films which is it,
1: it is actually brilliant it's it,
0: yeah like it, it explains itself and you know? then and then they get to like the beaches of uh Monaco and uh, they drive up onto the beach, and Jason Siegel immediately rolls down the window and, is like, oh! <laughs> he hasn't been able to breathe the entire time? This man can hold his breath for a while <laughs> lucky Amy Adams uh oh, Jesus uh yeah, um, and they do Muppet Man to get past uh an Emily Blunt cameo, <laughs> which is a nice little uh, homage to her role in Devil, Devil wear's Prada. Wears Prada. Yeah. Um, that is a great film. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, obviously uh Miss Piggy is furious that she's fallen from Muppet Man <laughs> yeah. because it is literally just a bunch of them in a big coat. It's like trying to sneak your friend into the cinema. <laughs> uh BoJack Horseman literally did a story arc where um a kid like a bunch of kids tried to uh do that and like get into uh, a party. Uh, and they eventually end up meeting, like, Bojack's agent, who's one of the main characters. And they end, for the rest of that season, they have, like, an actual relationship because, like, she's like, I want to get with a nice guy. And then she's talking to this guy, like, Vincent, adult man. <sighs> so, like, she has an entire season-long arc of her uh being in a relationship with a man who was actually just three children hiding under a big coat. Dear God, that is... A- they. They like- don't... Okay, the way I say it like that, it sounds creepy. Well, no, it's it's probably done very well, though. Like, I've heard Bojack was Yeah, And eventually it all comes apart because she accidentally catches him out with his mother. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? He's only about two foot tall. <laughs> oh, but, um, yeah, so Miss Piggy turns it down. Uh, and even though Kermit tries to put the moves on her again uh, to get her to come back. Uh, she she says no. I want to do my own thing. I'm yeah. um, this is my solo career. <laughs> um, I mean, she's so, successful, you know. Yeah, and uh, so without uh, Miss Piggy, they have to go and get um, your minging one from the Muppets. Uh, they go to meet with a bunch of network executives, but they get turned down by literally all of them, until C D E's Veronica tells them that they just aren't famous anymore. <laughs> and then and then we get a uh, a cameo by uh Donald Glover. A other but childish Gambino. Yes. Stories. A community error. Uh Troy Barnes error of uh Donald Glover. The amount of cameos in this is crazy. I know. He was just mean like they've canceled our best show, Punch Teacher.
1: <laughs> Bill Nye then in the fucking <laughs> Uh, like, uh, I swear to God, these cameos never end. <laughs>
0: I know. Um, but yeah, so it's... Uh, and that shows cancel. was like, then what are we going to do with that two-hour Jesus, block? Jesus Christ, that
1: Ken... Is it a Ken it's, it's I'm pretty sure Ken Jong might be in this. He's in, No, but he's
0: he's in Punch oh, Teacher. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> so many cameos. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, so... um, So they discovered there's a two-hour slot... Uh, open up so they're like okay you can do your telethon but you need a celebrity guest host uh, so kermit goes through his rolodex and uh, it's all just uh, celebrities from the 80s <laughs> lovely molly ringwald <laughs> cameo oh. as well. well not technically not a cameo but you yes. know
1: her yeah. name dropped
0: <laughs> yeah um so uh yeah they go to the old theater and they find that it's rundown shambles so they, so they do it up in the best and the most time efficient way possible, montage, by montage song, <laughs> by montage song yeah. to it. Uh, we built this city. <laughs> we built this city well. our... uh, depend. Depending on who you ask, either the best song ever made or the worst song ever made. I'm I'm up there with the the best. You know, I Same. I, I listened to that two days ago. We are men of taste, <laughs> men of the eighties. <laughs> we are men of taste. I the first time I ever heard it was Shrek the Third. Jesus,
1: why? It, j- I'm disappointed. Jake. <laughs> it's not
0: my fault. You never came on the fucking radio order. But you're, you're the time.
1: like you're the epitome of eighties, and the first time you heard it is Shrek Three.
0: L- leave me alone. You you are. Hmm. I'm genuinely disappointed. I didn't have a response there. I literally just turned into like a you fuck off because <laughs> you know I'm right. <laughs> oh, it doesn't
1: happen often, but I I, I get wins. <laughs> yeah.
0: He occasionally wins. It's okay. He supports Arsenal. It all balances out. Okay. You had to remind me. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's at this point, you know, it's like you know, if I can't think of something, I will just say Arsenal. Lish, I literally have more wins today than arsenal have this whole season i think i pu- i said on twitter at one point it's like in terms of like minority groups who are currently suffering in this world arsenal are just below afghans <laughs> 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 um, uh, <laughs> why the, did that hurt my soul and the of- amount of arsenal fans who just responded was like you did us so fucking dirty but that's kind of true yeah <laughs> oh like there's
1: there's no respect left for us. so no
0: like you know y'all lost to brentford
1: yeah and you get ronaldo
0: fantastic (sighs) we'll get into that later that's that's a that's that's not a conversation for a movie podcast that's it that's a conversation for your therapist mate
1: (laughs) i need to go back to rehab
0: (laughs) rehab for what arsenal addiction (laughs) they 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 give me
1: bad migraines
0: (laughs) they give i give them money they give me migraines
1: (laughs) he ever felt true depression (laughs) watch a game watch an arsenal game (laughs) watch an arsenal season (laughs) no no that that's that's that that, that's more than depression right there that that's (laughs) self-harm meanwhile
0: they also have also i saw this list they also have the most expensive season ticket for, like, the entire league. Yeah. 900. Yeah, and Man City's is, is 300. <sighs> like, imagine that. I'm pretty sure United's probably second. But I'm like, hey, we have a... Po- we have wins on the board. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Okay. So, uh, we built this city on rock and roll. Uh, I think so. and they fixed the place up. And, uh... Kermit is kind of, you know, they're looking at different acts. We get, maybe my favourite Fozzie m- moment in the movie. Hey, fart shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that joke actually, um it didn't
1: go down well with Muppets fans. Because they thought it was too lowbrow
0: humour. Fuck off. I <laughs> swear to God. Sometimes fart jokes are great. They they literally, like, they
1: were like, that is too low for the Muppets. And I was like, I mean,
0: mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I, you I, know,
1: I'll, I'll I'll stay quiet. You know, I don't want to uh, turn, you
0: know, you, know. You, don't, you don't want the, you don't want the ire of the Muppet fans, you know, <laughs> really toxic fan base. <laughs> I tell you, just kidding. The, there's just the toxic kidding. ones everywhere. just Just kidding. You know, the Muppet Muppet fans are lovely people, you know.
1: Disney yeah. fans in general are trying to enjoy
0: it. It ain't easy being green, you know? Oh. So that's why they're all so angry. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Jake. Please. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, um, yeah. So the, the place is looking spotless. So the Muppet Theatre is, uh, back up and running again. But while they have a lovely looking new, uh, theatre that's been done up. They still don't have a celebrity host. And uh, so Veronica from the uh, network is getting really up in their arse about it. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, she doesn't have much faith in uh, in this, but, you know, the teachers decided let Sue punch teacher (laughs) for uh, teacher-related violence. It must stop.
1: (sighs) Stop the violence... Any violence against against Bill Nye, in my opinion, is just um, a hate crime.
0: Don't be that guy. Don't hit Bill Nye. (laughs) Or Bill Nye will fucking shank you. Bill... 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 Bill Bill Nye, the assault victim guy.
1: (laughs) Bill Nye, the stabby guy.
0: Bill Nye, the glassy guy. The glassy guy. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Anyways,
1: okay.
0: Yes, uh, so, unable to find a, uh, celebrity host. Oh, no, uh, uh, but at this point, uh, Miss Piggy returns, and, um, basically, she just gets into a fucking scrap with, uh, your one from the Moopets. Yeah. V- very much, you know, hit ho, Piggy. Hit ho, Piggy. <laughs> it always comes back to Irish memes. Hit hor hit ho, Kelly. <laughs> hit ho, Kelly. I, I think I, uh, saw, I think I saw a video, I was like uh of like um you know one kelly harrington during the olympics that one of our fights i think someone might have put over that like it was like hit or kelly fight or kelly
1: <laughs> <my perfect> <laughs>
0: all the irish people will you know will pop hearing that but then there's one of one of those two one or two of those people overseas are just like what the fuck is he on about <laughs> who is this kelly hey it's uh, just Look it up, you know. Does it does it yeah, does it we're gonna Educate yourself. We're gonna occasionally like bring out like some old references to Irish pop culture things, like the frostbit guy. Oh, who recently, long to get him frostbit. Did you hear how he did you hear he got back in the news? How? What? He got back in the news recently. He got rescued after being at sea, lost at sea for I believe twelve hours what? off the coast of Kerry swimming with like uh dolphins what is this real this is legit real the f- you wouldn't be long getting frostbite you know, you, know, he- you wouldn't long be fucking drowning <laughs> he he tried to go full fucking castaway i'll show you the sto- i'll show the video the picture of it later now let's get back on topic yeah um yeah so uh so yeah so unable to find a guest host um Kermit goes to uh Tex Richmond to kindly ask, could you please just give it back and stop being a cunt. <laughs> not Kermit in not in that nice guy. not yeah. in that language, but uh, yeah, being the nice guy and uh, Tex Richmond turns it down in the only way he know he knows how, by a rap hip hop. About yeah. how he's he's rich and he's not going to give them back their studio. Honestly, it would give the the final battle from Eight Mile a run for its money. <laughs> he he. He's not going to throw up his mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Oof. Jesus, Jake. Listen, I, I'm, I'm going to let it slide. But... He's going he's he's to throw up his housemaid's spaghetti.
1: Okay, now I can't let that one slide. I'm sorry.
0: But anyways, go on. Yes. <laughs> Uh, So yeah, and um, he also informs him that if they can't get the uh, money together, not only will they lose the Muppet Studio, they'll also lose the names and the legal rights to the Muppet brand. So they can't even be called the Muppets anymore. Dun, dun, dun. Just because he's a cunt, doesn't even want m- it for anything. Biggest, <laughs> most stakes ever in a Muppet movie. <laughs> You'll lose your fucking name. Apologies for the language. <laughs> I literally just used the term cunt like two minutes ago. <laughs> I, know I, um, I don't but, um, know, I feel like
1: I've been cursing a lot already.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but um, so Kermit quits as the, as the leader because, you know, he doesn't have the confidence in himself to uh, lead anymore. And he kind of thinks it's a, it's a lost cause. Uh, but Miss Piggy steps in and her leadership style is uh, a bit different to Kermit's. <laughs> uh noted by the fact that um they kidnapped Jack Black they go to the rehab and they just kidnap Jack Black. I mean she took the initiative Yes. and they got a host. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, he, he wasn't he, he didn't agree to it and I feel like he could have taken them to court afterwards. I'd have loved to see that movie. A legal drama sequel where the Muppets get sued for uh, kidnapping and extortion charges. Jim Parsons plays
1: another lawyer.
0: <laughs> oh god. Uh, Alan Rickman's the judge. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah so yeah so they kidnap uh they kidnap uh, Jack Black to be the host and then they get Kermit back on board once they show him Look Jack Black's in the booth <laughs> uh meanwhile Gary's uh focus is so pu- so much on the show that he forgets it's his and Mary's 10 year anniversary so she goes out and uh has a party for one where um. yeah you know, she just does this uh musical number in a diner where she's just like you know me before hot bros
1: yeah i'm i'm really wondering like had Amy Adams any like uh, you know musical theater background Like, before she did This Or Enchanted? I'm not sure. You look it up. I feel like she... Because she's,
0: like, very naturally good at musicals. I I don't know what it is. Like, she's really good. (laughs) Aye, aye. Um, But, yeah, so she does the musical number and she eventually cops on that, you know, I don't need to wait around for this guy for ten years. I'm going to go home, you know? Yeah. And then we get the Oscar winner song, uh, am I a man or am I a Muppet? I'm a very, I'm a Muppet of a man. I'm a very manly Muppet. and we get the famous Jason Siegel uh, Muppet. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, because him and Walter are having this song at the same time because also while all this is going on, Kermit goes to Walter, do you want to do a talent for the show? But I don't have a talent. Oof, I relate. <laughs> um, Even Walter found a talent. Age. You can do the same. Walter was a puppet in his early 20s. I'm a muppet in my mid-20s. That's pretty good, to be fair. <laughs> Stand-up comedy. There you go. <laughs> doing... once, once, yeah, once I can fucking do stand Once the fucking <laughs> COVID restrictions lift. 22nd of October. Ah, yes. Roll in the laughs. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh...
1: This is where Jim Patterson comes
0: in. Yes, we get... So, like... So, Walter's dealing with, uh... Do I stay and be a Muppet? You know, am I a Muppet? And, uh... uh, Jason Segel's like, am I a man? So, they do this song, and obviously we get... We see, like, they're out in the rain... And on pianos, and... For this number. And they're looking through glass, and, uh... In the reflection, Jason Segel can see puppet uh jason siegel staring back and uh walter the muppet i can see the human walter staring back and that human walter is played by jim parsons aka sheldon Uh, amazing choice absolutely and also you can't if you look at like him and uh jason siegel you could kind of see brothers yeah
1: i yeah i get that like very like different personality brothers Mm. kind of thing you know um but I'm just wondering, in like you, you like your parallel universes and yeah. all this, right? So, in t- in an alternate universe, did Walter choose to be a man, and we just got Sheldon Cooper for the rest
0: of the film? <laughs> that would that would have made the whistling so much more disturbing. Yeah. Oh
1: God. Um Yeah. So. So yeah. Words English.
0: <sighs> French. Italian, Klingon, languages, I know the basics.
1: It's kind of impressive, I'm not
0: going to lie. Well, I know how to say bonjour and wee." Oui, oui and au revoir. <laughs> Why did you say that so sensually? <laughs> I say everything sensually. Jake, keep reading. Oh, this has gone off the rails. I don't know which was worse, this or Shrek. Oh Which no! Is not sh- watched enough. Oh, y- <laughs> go go watch our Shrek review before Dean marks every single one of y'all for death.
1: I, I'll get my death note out. <laughs> I got the list. <laughs> oh.
0: uh, but yeah, so, so they have this song, and um, Gary realizes I'm gonna go back to small town and be with Mary, while Walter decides I'm gonna stay and be a Muppet.
1: Yeah, so they yeah. they 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 kind of grow up in their own ways, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, and uh, so the show goes on, and it starts off a little ropey because there's no audience besides Hobo Joe. <laughs>
1: Big up Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> yeah. Whoop
0: whoop Zach.
1: Um, yeah, but they 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 start to put on a good show, and people start to tune in. And yeah.
0: Start uh, a lot of it is down to. Uh, the uh, playful banter of sorts between Jack Black and all the other Muppets. Yeah. So like you have him on there and uh you know he's he's trying to endure a fuzzy stand up set. Yeah. Yeah you know, he's just like, oh God, this joke is fifty years old. Waka, I'm not waka. meant to be here. Uh, Gonzo tries to uh play bowling ball darts. <laughs> stuck. yeah Yeah gets stuck to his hand so he's just you can't see this because this is an audio medium, but I'm doing the arm. Um,
1: I swear you need to start recording,
0: like, videos. visuals,
1: you know, because you, you do so many gestures and, like, movements. I'm almost Italian in the the hand-moving gestures. Actually, you know what? M- maybe don't. <laughs> <laughs> Some angry Italians coming after
0: you. <laughs> you can't and ins- The Italians can't be mad at that. They do it all the time with themselves.
1: What a better standard?
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, and so uh, Gonzo is stuck for the rest of the movie with a bowling ball attached to his arm, constantly swinging.
1: A bit like you when we go bowling.
0: I will have you know, that ball does not get stuck in my arm. It either goes the normal way or I drop it backwards by accident.
1: Or you decide to throw it like a basketball and almost put
0: it through the ground. That only happened once. Lies, like, twice. Twice. <laughs> Three times, yeah. maybe. But, um, yeah, and, um, we get to maybe the funniest part of the whole movie the barbershop quartet. Which is actually amazing. I, I, I honestly laughed at where it. Where <laughs> they do a full rendition of uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit with Jack Black just being like, they're ruining one of the greatest songs of all time. And it's just like, I'm a mosquito (laughs) me (laughs) me me
1: oh it's it's brilliant like it's so well done yeah um especially to have Jack Black in the seat yeah
0: and then they like shrink his head
1: (laughs) yeah I still I'm I'm still trying to learn the the Muppets you know um oh physics (laughs) (laughs) Muppet
0: physics I love it
1: just because, like, what what, what what can we get away with here? <laughs> mm.
0: But, yeah, so, um yeah, so with the show gaining momentum and, like, the coin count rising, Tex goes really fucking petty and gets his, him and his goons to uh essentially just cut the power to the whole building. Mm. Uh, but at this point, very conveniently, Gary and Mary have realised... Okay, our relationship's doing okay. Actually, let's go and like save the guys in L A.
1: Deus ex machina. <laughs> on
0: say it took like the same day they left, despite the fact that they try and make it to, like L A is like far away at the start of the movie. Jake, Jake, They travel by map. Come on. <laughs> oh yeah, they do travel by map. <laughs> it's
1: fine. They they're there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes, and <laughs> then, watch call It Tex Richmond tries once again to. uh cut the power when they get it back up and running but
0: uncle but daddy deadly I believe that's his name
1: I think it's just deadly I don't think yeah deadly but uh, he has a change of heart absolutely and you know the 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 cunning British sinister voice is not all that it seems and um, he's a Muppet after
0: all in disguise as a Muppet as a Muppet <laughs>
1: yes yeah. but um so he throws him off a building and
0: Tex somehow comes out unscathed yeah <laughs> but the Muppets get another new member because uh Deadly still turns up every now and again in like the new Muppet shows and whatnot. oh damn That's yeah cool. you know well you know he's a he's another way to get a little bit more much money out of people this is true yeah Oh, the um, well, yeah, Gary and Mary uh return just in time for Mary to use that um understanding of uh carv and like electronic physics to uh fix the generator. hmm
1: And they're back up and running and that that money counter is it's 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 racing, you know, it's it's going on. Yeah. Uh,
0: they managed to talk Miss Piggy into doing uh the
1: Oh, um, the the song the song yes the, the du- duet is there is the it
0: duet um <laughs> the rainbow connection that's it that's it yeah oh. that's all do not listen to that song while high it's it's too sad and it's too like real <laughs> you'll cry
1: <laughs> you will be depressed for several days why are there so many songs about, about rainbows. rainbows? And what's on
0: the other, other side. side? Yeah. <laughs> Rainbows, the dreamers, but only believers. The lovers, the dreamers.
1: Are. If you can't hear this, Jake is having a mental breakdown.
0: Oh I we I mean, were so good with the song earlier that like wasn't on, was not got got recorded. <laughs> Yeah, but the moment is gone. They'll never know. <laughs> no. uh, if you actually listen to, like, the lyrics of The Rainbow Connection, that song is deep as fuck. <laughs> Did you de- do a deep dive on the lyrics? I didn't do a deep dive on the lyrics, but, um... You know, like, I'll, uh... I'll get them up now. Um...
1: We interrupt this podcast to bring you a special.
0: One. Why why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions but only illusions. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told and some choose to believe it. But I know they're wrong in C, some we'll blah de, blah, de, blah But yeah, like that that's from fucking shit. <laughs> you know yeah jesus i mean
1: it's it, it's you know it, uh, the, oh be, my god the, the
0: second verse it got, like you all and then it was just like who said that every wish would be heard and answered <laughs> like,
1: oh. this, this the, could be a 9 inch nails song yeah <laughs> this
0: this song could be on an evanescence album <laughs> if you just added a bit of like 2000 early 2000s to it
1: why are there so <laughs> many about rainbows
0: <laughs> wake rainbow what's up inside
1: that sounds wrong for some reason, <laughs> Jake, I think you need to sleep
0: you you think you think this is a do you think I'm gonna have to issue an apology at some point at the end of this just to be like i I've, I've worked a lot of nights. <laughs> I mean, this is me slow, slow, slowly losing my mind. No, no, no you, you're It's
1: great. It's Don't worry. Don't
0: worry. You're, you're the first person I've talked to this week who isn't a, a work colleague or someone who brings me food or just converses with me at three in the morning. It's a different crowd. <laughs> yeah. You're not the one who, like, asks me if I want to smoke. Oh. Uh I'm 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 here to balance that out, you know. Yes, you're not gonna bring me toffee crisps just for the fact that I have a job. Well I'm sorry,
1: God. <laughs> but anyways where were yes, we? Yes, <laughs> where were we?
0: This so yeah, they do the lovely duet, you know, the big yeah, you know, rainbow connection, but um they're still running out of time. They need one more act to bring it to Meanwhile also meanwhile you get a bit you get some more cameos uh, Selena Gomez, Whoopi Goldberg,
1: John Krasinski,
0: uh, Neil, yes, Patrick Neil Patrick Harris, the the Manny from uh, Modern Family, yeah. you know, who thinks Kermit is one of the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> now that is a crossover I would so fucking watch. Oh my god! Um, the one thing I do know about it was just like, why is Whoopi Goldberg, uh, acting oblivious to the Muppets? She's yeah. old enough. Yeah. Like, Selena Gomez in 2011, just about too young for, like, the main of it. But, you know, it's, it's just kind of odd, you know? Well, maybe
1: she acknowledges it, but, like, yeah.
0: there she sees them as old news as well. I don't know. Yeah, eh, you yeah. know? But, um... Yeah, so, uh... But Walter... Walter breaks out his whistling.
1: Yes, and it is fantastic.
0: Walter whistles the house down.
1: There's... Yeah... Like, yeah. it's honestly one of the best songs in the whole thing, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that that will shatter a glass if you ever heard someone whistling at that frequency in real life. I'll get there. <laughs> Apologies for anyone wearing <laughs> headphones listening to that. Sorry, Dean, you apologise for smashing their fucking eardrums out of it.
1: It's a nice surprise, just, you know, like, they'll never see it coming.
0: A few of the folks in the hostel were just like... Yeah, we we'd listen to uh, your podcast as we're falling asleep. <laughs> like you just woke them up.
1: Um, I mean,
0: and, I, and I did say something. It was just like the way you phrased that was like I fell asleep listening to your voice. I'm like, please rephrase that.
1: That's yeah. weird. <laughs> it's it's to,
0: it's uh, very, but, very um, Yeah, but uh Yeah. So uh, Walter does his whistle. And he's officially... He's a Muppet. Yeah. He's a Muppet who can whistle like no one's business. He's Um, got his talent. Yeah. There's hope for all of us. Uh, (laughs) All... But all is for naught because... um, Tex manages to take out the massive telephone pole. Thus preventing the Muppets from making the money they need to by the end of the night. And thus the studio and the name is no longer theirs.
1: I do love the, the little joke that came in when uh, Fozzie Bear just smacks the... the and it the... goes
0: down by, by like at least a million.
1: <laughs> yeah, it went down to ten, ten grand instead of ten million. <laughs> and I love it, he's just like, that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> we, weren't,
0: we weren't anyone knew it at all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, Kermy. Jesus, um. now you're Miss Piggy. I was trying to be
0: uh fuzzy. Okay, sorry. Oh creamy
1: Wasn't half bad to be fair.
0: Yeah. This is this is somehow turned into the macho uh impersonation podcast. <laughs> macho movie impressions.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: None of us are Brennan.
1: Oh god. He is Beaker. You hear that, Brennan? <laughs>
0: You've been out it again. <laughs> yeah, you have M- meepin' son of a bitch could have just called him a muppet but right like... <laughs> sorry brennan we love you please come back on the podcast sometime <laughs> maybe to discuss the origins of chill <laughs> nice little teaser right there jake it's not a teaser it's a fucking slap in the face like there's a that's a sony movie trailer it was just like yeah, we're giving the whole thing away, aren't we? Hello, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, But yeah, so, uh... So, everyone's sad. It looks like all hope is lost. They leave the theatre, but just before they go out to the public... Uh, Kermit gives them one last rousing speech of, you know... I'm proud of you, and that's what matters. And we're a family, and we'll claw our ways back up from the tops... Like we did the first time... Uh, which is really nice. Like yeah. that's a lovely moment. And you now this is the bit where I kinda get a little bit emotional about the movie because then they go outside and they see the massive crowd of adoring fans and they're just like, Oh, we haven't forgotten. we haven't been forgotten. We just needed to remind people. Yeah. yeah.
1: Nice which is of some- a message.
0: Which is something I kinda I hate when movies do that, when it's like a oh, it's a movie based on like an old property or old mm. something or whatever. It's just like the plot is oh, these things are no longer relevant in today's day and age, or, you know, people don't like them or they don't care anymore, and it's just the movie taking no reason at all to, like, dump on the thing, you know? It was like, oh, it's so old, look how old it is, you know? Like, that's what I was worried about with, like, Space Jam 2. I was like, are they gonna act like, yo, no one gives a fuck about the Looney Tunes (laughs) anymore, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, they i I think they did 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 it all right in yeah. space jam 2. um like they're just they they kind of acknowledge that the looney Tunes are kind of dying out,
0: yeah, like they're not as popular as uh, d c or yeah. Game of Thrones or whatever other Warner Brothers thing they can cram in there, yeah no. also just to mention
1: when they go outside, you see the absolutely shameless promotion of Cars Two right up in the corner. On a massive billboard.
0: Oh. Fuck Cars 2.
1: <laughs> he just angered a lot of people there. By reminding
0: them that Cars 2 existed. No, I mean, there's a lot of fans of Cars 2. No, there's a fa- There's fans of Cars and Cars 3. I've never heard of a Cars 2 fan. Pretty sure Evan is one. Mr. Kill, you know. Kyo I love you I love you but you're a bastard sometimes
1: <laughs> also I'm sorry Kyo if, if you do not like Cars 2 but you listen to the soundtrack a lot so I'm just gonna say you do
0: <laughs> I mean in fairness I kind of listen I like to listen to the soundtrack to the first Cars movie mainly just that one song but um you know <laughs> bit of Rascal yeah, it's a bit of Rascal Flats yes <laughs> a bit of Rascal flares. Still, one of like only the only Rascal flat Jake, I swear to God, God we, we haven't
1: been able To go through a scene Without going off
0: topic today I know It's like we have Fucking Brennan On
1: the podcast <laughs> No it, And Like w- w- We still have to Get myself and him On the The, the same Absolutely. Podcast Absolutely yeah?
0: <laughs> Why do you think I was uh, Why do you think I asked him to why, why do you think I gave him that Shout out earlier Yeah
1: Don't worry There'll, there'll be a yes. bottle of whiskey Yeah, yeah. It for you, Brennan,
0: yeah. As you It'll be It'll be Chilled
1: uh <laughs> Okay, go on Jesus yes, Christ.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, okay. Uh so uh so they come outside and all there's people everywhere, they're ador their fans are adoring them, it's really lovely. They break into a verse of uh, Life's a Happy Song. Well do I do love the text comes out and just like shut the fuck up. You've <laughs> already sung this one already. Yeah. Uh, but then, at this point in time, the got the bowling ball suddenly pops free and bang, clats him in the head. So like, and then there's very much text. And then it cuts to the news. It was like text. Richmond gives back studio and name to the Muppets. Nothing to uh, decision has nothing to do with massive head injury. <laughs> <laughs> just a massive brain hemorrhage. That might be my favorite Deus Ex mocking a moment ever in a movie
1: see uh, what i like about those asx machina moments is that they're, they're like they're, they're kind of shameless they know they're doing it
0: for a gag. and like. yeah like it's a gag and you know they take the mickey out of it when they're actually in where, as soon as it happened because it's just like yo know, oh see it has nothing to do with the head injury <laughs> yeah. you know but um so yeah so they get it so they get the um studio back Gary proposes to Mary and they all live happily ever after you know yeah uh, the end and then obviously we get the credits where you know everyone's just Manana. dancing and going do 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 manamana do 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 Manana. do 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 do
1: do we're so good together <laughs> <laughs> that's why you've had me on like four times <laughs>
0: Where's our fucking record deal, folks? (laughs) Swear to God. (laughs) All right. We make millions. (laughs) Let's get into a bit of the post. A bit of the post, yes. Uh, This movie was released in the US on the 22nd of November, 2011. And it was released in the UK and Ireland on the 9th of February, 2012. Bit of a gap there. Yeah, but again, this was in the dying years of the, you know this will be released here in one country on this day and uh, in another day somewhere else in the world so day and day releases were kind of this was just before they became a thing i'm so glad that's not a thing anymore yeah. apart from oscar movies cuz yeah, you know yeah. we the, the the americans get them in like november october november december and we get all of them in just january and february like, it's just a massive bottleneck. We've... I, I literally actually did the... Uh, look this up. Do you want to know the last time an, a Best Picture winner was released in Ireland the same year as it was released in the States? When? What year? 2012. Jesus. Argo. Wow. Yeah, that's how long it's been. Every other winner is like, see you on New Year's Day. Yeah. <laughs> uh... It had a budget of forty five million, which was the biggest budget ever for a Muppets movie at the time, because the first Muppet, the Muppet movie in nineteen seventy nine had an eight million dollar budget. Uh the Great Muppet Caper in nineteen eighty one had a fourteen million budget. it's actually quite impressive uh, seeing the budgets for this and looking thinking about, you know, the movies that actually got made. It was like that's really impressive. You yeah. only did that with fourteen million. Because most of these movies still hold up. Mm, Yeah. Uh, Muppets Take Manhattan in the mid eighties had an eight million dollar budget. Jesus, that's nothing. Again, like yeah. But again, when it was like great Muppet caper, like that was like set in Europe, and it was like it was a crime caper. This was just you know the Muppets are trying to sell a musical on Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh. The best Muppet movie ever made, Muppet's Christmas Carol, in 1992, had a $12 million budget, which is very impressive, because, like, obviously some of the special effects and that do not hold up, mm. but some of them still do.
1: I think it's, like, it's a testament to the fact that, like, the the puppets that they, they used, like, kind of, uh, what what's you call it, battery or animatronics for... yeah.
0: Almost... for everything they've used it for this one yeah like there was no absolutely yeah. uh Muppets treasure Island in 1996 31 million uh Muppets from space uh had a 24 million dollar budget of which it did not make that back
1: yeah. <laughs> <not surprised> that's <laughs> I
0: think I think oh god I think the movie made somewhere kind of be somewhere between Overall like twelve million and eighteen million.
1: Oh, that is poor. Yeah.
0: And uh obviously when I say up until that point Muppets Most Wanted did uh beat it and Muppets Most Wanted had a fifty one million dollar budget. But okay. Muppets Most Wanted also ended up underperforming, so Ah oh, shit. Yeah. Opening weekend it made twenty nine point two million dollars domestic US. Opening weekend in the UK it made uh, fourteen point one million. Uh, hopefully we'll start. Hopefully we'll eventually start doing movies that are more modern, so we can finally get the fucking Irish uh, box office in. Yeah. Because for some reason you can only get the Irish box office, uh, numbers for like movies after twenty eleven. Like yeah. it's impossible to find them for anything before twenty eleven. We weren't big enough back then. Yeah. Overall gross, domestic US, it made 88 million. Which is very good. Yeah. And uh, internationally, it made 76 million. 27 million of that came from the UK. 10 million came from Australia. 337,000 came from Russia and other Commonwealth states. Uh, And... $5,301 5301 dollars came from East Africa, which is just a really weird thing that was on IMDB. It's just like are you talking about the whole continent or <laughs> uh, uh overall worldwide made a hundred and sixty five point one million. Still to this day highest grossing Muppet film ever because like I said, Muppets Most Wanted uh underperformed of the spawned Muppets Most Wanted. Uh this film has a ninety-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, an eighty percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, a seventy-five on Metacritic, and it became the first uh Muppet movie to ever win Best Original uh song for Manor Muppet. Yeah. Or Man or a Muppet. Uh and also, um Joe you, know you said maybe the best part of this movie is uh the uh, Nirvana... Yeah. ...performance. Uh, just before this movie's DVD came out, Courtney Love kicked up a fucking stink about (laughs) it. Just, like, he... They claimed it raped Kurt Cobain's legacy.
1: Jesus Christ, for (laughs) fuck's sake! Strong there with that. Uh,
0: the other band members, uh, basically just told her to fuck off, though. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like I said, there's not much in the way of, uh, Post for this because you know it's like it was a hit and you know it got a lot of people loving the muppets again yeah. but you know you know there wasn't huge controversies it was just a very successful film that it was a spawned positive on the sequel yeah you know there's no massive you know all oh, the studio fucked it over or something you know mm. you know no stories of um harvey weinstein getting a Fucking uh, katana sword in the mail. <laughs> Watch a Princess Mononoke episode for that wild story. <laughs> Unfortunately, no one used the the fucking sword on Harvey Weinstein in the late nineties. <laughs> Imagine the women it could have saved. Chop his dick off. <laughs> or oh, the elder uh, castration.
1: Bit mm, of the chemical.
0: Nah, chemicals are too good for that, man. Okay, I'm good. Ah, on. the old butcher's morning shift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, folks. I just
1: came out. This is brilliant. <laughs> I, yeah. Perhaps okay. That would, okay. <laughs>
0: okay, folks. That's pretty much. Uh, we'll get into our final thoughts on the movie. Um, what did you think of this movie? Because um, big big reveal here. Uh, I got Dean to agree to come on the show, and then I found out after he agreed, he had never seen this movie before, so this is the first time ever in 21 episodes that the guest has actually not seen the film <laughs> before he knew he was coming on to talk about the film.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, is that not a good thing, because I get fresh eyes on yeah, it? Yeah,
0: this, but again, this is just the first time, it's the first time it's the first time.
1: Yeah. That's a weird way of putting it, but yeah, um, yeah. So, I I'm not a like, big Muppets fan either. I would not have watched the Muppets when I was younger, despite or the
0: fact that you can do a fucking amazing Kermit impression. Yeah,
1: but you know, like we we we'll, just things just happen. But
0: break out the impression.
1: I I I already broke it out halfway through, Jake. I can't <laughs> do it again. We don't do reruns, okay? <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah So I, re- I actually really enjoyed the film. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, it's probably one of the best like Muppets films the only other one I've seen is A Christmas Carol and we all know my thoughts on that but I um
0: yeah no I I, I found it really enjoyable yeah. and like just a solid film really to be honest absolutely like this is probably like again this is one of the best fi- Muppet films just as a story yeah you know? Like it's like the the story is, is quite
1: simple, yeah. Like, you know, but it it works because it's relevant yeah. to the Muppets,
0: and it also it also feels like it's made by people who give a shit about the Muppets, yeah. For people who give a shit about the Muppets, you yeah. know? it respects what Jim Henson wanted the characters to be, yeah. Even though it does have. There's some modern jokes to it. Yeah, like,
1: there's uh, there's some silliness in there, but... Yeah. It's, it's for kids, like, yeah. Know, there's going to be you But, um, yeah, like, I think some, anyone could enjoy this film. There's
0: some silly jokes, and then there's some very intellectually stirring and challenging jokes, like the fart shoes. <laughs> um, <laughs> for you intellects out there, you know? <laughs> for you intellects out there.
1: Um... But, yeah, yeah. no, I... I I didn't really have anything bad to say about it, to yeah. be honest. And, like, obviously, hadn't seen it before, and I wouldn't say I'm the biggest Muppets fan in the yeah. world. like, um, yeah. But, yeah, like, I... Of course, i got to enjoy all the cameos as well. Like, every single person in that yeah. film is someone I like.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's so many cameos. I All of the Muppet films just have... Outside of, like, you know, the two... Like, some of the... Um, literary literary adaptations like Christmas Carol and Muppet Treasure Island, you know, where it's just like they just get the one big mm. name and they uh hot hi- and they literally run off that, you know, Michael Caine and Yeah. Christmas Carol and then um Muppet Treasure Island. What actor do you think would be the best possible pairing with the Muppets? Brendan Fraser. No, <laughs> but that has, but that needs to happen as part of the Renaissance. Yes, please. We can. We can, Muppets we love Treasure Island, the Muppets and Tim Curry. Oh. I'm, I I kind of love that. Yeah. Like, like that. That sounds amazing. It is. It is. It's as good as it that sounds. <laughs> I'm just. Imagining. Like it's not the best Muppet movie, but it's it's Tim Curry and the Muppets. Yeah. It's Tim Curry playing a pirate with the Muppets.
1: That that actually sounds amazing and I I love that
0: concept. Yes. <laughs> I need a I need a buddy cop movie with Tim Curry and Brendan Fraser.
1: Oh my god, you you, you you're literally making all of my dreams come true there. <laughs> uh
0: but yeah, like I would say I'm a big Muppets fan. And you obviously enjoyed the film. Yes. Uh you you can't see it there behind the uh mouthwash as a DVD box set of a couple Muppets movies. Oh,
1: I see the one you're on about. Yeah. yeah.
0: Can't say say tell off the top of my head which ones are in there. I know Christmas Carol's in there. <laughs> I know Treasure Island's in there. First couple Muppet movies are in there. But um yeah, so I'm, I'm just a massive Muppets fan, have been since uh, that fateful journey to Oz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, yeah, um, so I, I, I quite like, I, I really like this movie. Um, I'd say maybe it's either a second or a third favourite for me, because I, qu- I do really like uh, Great Muppet Caper. Like, that is just that's a really solid, just caper in general and then obviously the first Muppet movie has some really amazing moments it has a song sequence set which is just um Kermit and Fozzie driving a Studebaker from like across America and it's just them singing and they're constantly getting lost where it's just like Cause someone please come get us. We're in Saskatchewan, <laughs> and like they run into Big Bird halfway through because he's walking from the op in the opposite direction. It was like, I'm going to New York City to break into <laughs> public television. Well, good luck with that. Good guy. That's oh, nice. it's amazing. Uh, for some of you, oh, uh, just FYI, uh, I actually know Big Bird's real name. i uh, Luke Crumlish uh- <laughs> <laughs> Another name drop. Nice. I couldn't resist. How's he not been on the podcast? He sh- he will be on. He'll be on at some point. Yeah, he we will. On. We will get him on. when he is ready, he will be on. That's what that that's the response he gave to me. <laughs> Whenever the time comes for um, Wes Anderson. Yeah. Oh my God! Dude. There's there's no one there's no one who could do that. There's there'll be a legal trouble if we never get if we don't get Luke on to talk about where's Anderson movie when it ha- when it happens. Yeah, no, you you gotta get about for at yeah. least wood. Yeah, but um. So yeah, I'll uh. So I'll just end up here by saying yeah, this is, second or third favorite Muppet movie. I have good memories of seeing this in the cinema, at the tender age of. Actually, not so fucking tender. I was like fourteen. <laughs> Those are some rough years. I would have been twelve. I fucking
1: hate you. This is it doesn't even matter now.
0: <laughs> you you and your youth although you somehow have like an older body than me. I'm I'm broken. Yeah. Poor Dean. Uh anyway, so um thank you for coming on the show today Dean. Thank uh, you even though me. you were not familiar with the movie before uh, agreeing. I finished
1: watching it on my break at work today. That's how unfamiliar I was with it. <laughs> and then you
0: got familiar.
1: I did. Yes. Yeah. Uh
0: uh you will you will be back very soon. Of course. In in a couple in a couple of weeks. Um since we are since you're here and you're the first person we have concreted in for this plan that we have going for this um season That will be starting in a couple weeks. uh, At the end of September. Um, We have two big movie anniversaries this year. That hit yours truly. And Dean over here. Quite close to the heart. Back in July. We missed unfortunately. The 10 year anniversary of uh, the last Harry Potter film. But this year. November 19th is the 20-year anniversary of the first Harry Potter movie. So to celebrate these two monumentous occasions, we will be dedicating a full eight weeks of the podcast <laughs> yeah. to every Harry Potter movie ever made. Get your popcorn out now. Get your, in the dates. <laughs> whip out your wands. Not like that. <laughs> Oh my God! The window is uh, open and all. Everyone going, heard that. <laughs> it's going to be expelliarm amazing.
1: Oh, that crushed my soul a little.
0: Think of the Potter puns that I will be making. Oh
1: no! Well, I'll I'll enjoy it all the same, and I'm I'm very excited. But um, yeah. We
0: are in what I will be calling the Harry Potter, Avada Kedabra Kadabra. <laughs> season. Christ. I, that is a working All I'm title. Is
1: I will need some help for these Harry Potter marathons. going on, right?
0: Because there's only so much of me you can handle. I, I
1: need someone else with me to just absolutely bash the shite out of you when you make a pun about Harry Potter.
0: I feel like if we got like I feel that like we got certain people on where there's more than one person. You know, someone can just keep the thing going while they take me out and just give me a dig.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, like, you know, you won't be able to see this, but if we ever do, like, me, Dean and uh, Thomas on the podcast, if Dean is just talking a lot for just a second, that's just because Thomas has dragged me out of the back garden of his house and started breaking my nose with his fist. (laughs) That's what you get. For making puns. (laughs) This is why I will get away with your murder someday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed The Muppet. It's a a delightful movie. It is. It is. The Muppets are always delightful. Uh, And... I am sure we will be back talking about the Muppets in some way, shape, or form with some other guest or maybe Dean will be back at some point. But the Muppets will be back sometime in the future. Uh Uh but um until then we will be back. Oh and obviously this Harry Potter season is not starting next week, but it will be starting very soon. Uh in a couple of weeks. Uh, But until then, thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. Adios. Adios, amigos.